Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Save on glasses for classes at iMart Express. For a limited time, get two pairs of glasses with KidSafe polycarbonate lenses and a free frame warranty for just $79, a $200 value. And with a lens lab in every store, over 90% of glasses are made the same day. You'll also find a great selection of kids' frames to choose from. But hurry, two pairs with polycarbonate lenses for $79 and soon. Get the best back-to-school savings at iMart Express. Right glasses, right price, right now. Find your store at iMartExpress.com. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Thank you for listening to WITV7. Can you make us your number one listen-to network? Visit us on the web at WITV7.org. Contact us. We are currently accepting guests to share their story of hope with our audience around the world. What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? This is When Men Open Up, a show where we are redefining manhood through transparency. My name is Dominique. And I'm Dexter. And this is through partnership with WYTV7 Christian Broadcasting Network. And we're on the same series, Talks I Wish I Had with My Father or My Dad. And we've been really uh, talking to a lot of viewers, a lot of listeners about different conversations they wish they would have with their father and, and, and so forth. And... This is another this is another heavy one. All of them are gonna be heavy in some form or fashion, but it's just something about this one. And Dad, do you still love me? Oh, yeah. I think when we were um identifying what we were gonna call this subject or yeah. call this conversation, and uh, I think when we said it, it was just it's like, ooh, that's kinda heavy. We right wanted there. people to so, feel it. We yeah. really wanted people to feel it. And people really felt this one. And even when we posted the flyer, it was a lot of um I don't want. I don't know if I want to say great comments, but it was some transparent comments yeah. about what some of the things they wish they would have done and, and and felt and so forth and so forth. But you know, when we when we think about this question, um, first of all, uh, let's let's introduce ourselves. My name is Dominique. <laughs> well, we, we we did the introduction. I think it's so heavy. Yeah, we did the introduction, <laughs> but just in case, my name is Dominique. This is Dexter, yeah. just in case. Yeah, but. You know, when we think about that question, Dad, do you still love me? Yeah. You, some people may ask, okay, what influenced this question? What influenced this topic? Mm. And to be quite honest, it can be so many different things. Yeah. 
You get what I'm saying? And when we talk about just the absence of our father, when we mm-hmm. talk about, um, you know, when you're a child and your father's not around, you may blame yourself. There's a lot of children yeah. that blame themselves. A lot of counselors will say that, a lot of mental health professionals will say, you know, when there's arguments between um, between a couple, when, when, a, um, when the mother or the father is not around, kids usually process that as, you know what, I must have did yeah. something or maybe I wasn't enough, but there is an unknown yeah, about that. Definitely. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very heavy. And, uh, you know, one of the things in addition to the absentee father, we, we've talked about this before, uh, prior to us, uh, launching when men open up, but we talked about the emotionally absent father as well. Yeah. And so it's not just the one who's uh, physically not exactly. present, but it's the one who's also uh, emotionally unavailable. And so these things have, you know, some re- real ramifications on the the individual, the child. And, you know, a lot of times I think it actually serves as the foundation point for feelings of inadequacy. Right. You know, much to what you were saying, you know, the child uh, as an adolescent is internalizing this absence as their fault, you know, and this is something uh, way too heavy for a child to even be thinking about, you know, let alone internalizing and taking ownership of. And what ends up happening is, is that you have now an adult who's already introduced, uh, had this trauma introduced to their psyche at a very young age, Mm -hmm. and they never have a chance to really develop from that place. And so, you know, that really speaks to this, the the serious nature of this particular subject. Yeah. And like you said before, they're, they have this feeling of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. They, they have this feeling that they're not enough. Um, they have a feeling that there's something wrong about me. But keep in mind, when you have those, those thoughts and those feelings as yeah. a child, it doesn't necessarily mean that when you get older, they just go <laughs> away. Exactly. It, 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 it stays there. You get exactly. what I'm saying? Especially if we're not... If, if there's no counseling going on um, during the childhood, if, if, the, if the child doesn't have the opportunity or doesn't have anybody around that they can trust and even have that conversation, now we not we don't even know how to really process that. We don't know how to verbalize that. We don't know how to express that. And that carries over. So you'll have, so we'll wonder why we have certain men who are walking around and they don't feel like, you know what, they're enough. They don't exactly. feel like, you know what, I don't have anything to really provide to this world. I don't have any value to to put out in this world. And a lot of professionals will say, you know what, it's, it, it, some of it has a lot to do with that fatherlessness and the fact that they didn't have a chance to even just process that. You know, one of the things that many people don't know uh, but prior to our launching Women Open Up, mm-hmm. uh, one of the premises that we opened up was uh, from Malachi chapter 4. And, and there's a story where it talks about uh, the hearts of fathers being turned back to the sons mm-hmm. and the hearts of sons being turned back to the fathers. The interesting thing is that this heart speaks to a, a, a compassion and a concern for the overall overall well-being of the the sons right uh and vice versa but the interesting thing is it says that uh if this 
reconciliation of hearts doesn't happen, that there was going to be a curse associated with it. The curse is not just a geographical uh, curse, but it's an internal curse. What it is, is that I find no validation and no understanding of who I am because the person who's supposed to speak to that is not there to do that. And so what it is, is that I grew up confused and not really understanding my true identity because the person who was supposed to be demonstrating it, modeling it for me has separated themselves from the equation. And so essentially what we have is we have a lot of men who really don't know who they are on account because the person who was supposed to demonstrate it for them, uh, once again, separated themselves from the, from the relationship Mm -hmm. with that son, with that daughter. Most definitely. And, you know, how does this conversation help? How does this, these conversations help? It, it brings more understanding yeah. of what's really going on. So along with the identity or that, that curse, you have so many men that are at this point now that's saying, you know what? I feel like I have to learn things that yeah. I should have already learned. I feel like yeah. I'm put in, in so many situations or, or scenarios that I'm not equipped for. Exactly. I feel like, you know, I should already know how to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a husband, I have to learn so much to yeah. even get to a certain point. Um, as a father, I have to learn so much to actually get to that point where mm-hmm. I'm just adequate, that I'm just enough Jeez. and so forth. And That's good, even by me just saying mm-hmm. that, it's, it's really heavy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it gets to the point now, you know, that, feeling of I'm unequipped mm-hmm. is such a heavy feeling for these guys, um, for these young men and for the men. I'm just, I'm not, I don't have the tools and I know the tools should be there. And I mean, and, and that's, that's man, that's powerful that you said that. You know, one of the things that I'm a firm believer that sons are supposed to be carriers of the torch. Right. The issue is, is that we have a lot of men who are always in a position where they have to constantly rebuild. Mm-hmm. They have to build over and right. over again. You know, the father should already be instilling those bricks, laying that foundation in, in the child so that when they come to the point of maturity, they can run with it. But like you say, you know, what we have is we have men who are coming to a point where like, man, I'm, I'm lacking in so many areas yeah then now I have to build upon it, you know? And here I is, I'm later in life uh, without the tools that I needed, you know, or I could have used a very long time ago. And so at best, you know, now they're trying to build within themselves while simultaneously building their own children. Most definitely. And and it becomes uh, almost to the point where it's unbearable and and almost self-defeating because you want to give up. You know, you, you, you're so conscious and aware of your shortcomings that you almost like, hey, I, I don't even know if it's worth it. Most definitely. You know, one of the things that a lot of men have expressed is I wish I would have known how they handled failure. Yeah. I wish I would have known how they how did how did they respond to that? What did, what was they feeling? What what were their thoughts? What was the next things that they've done? Mm-hmm. And with working with youth, especially uh, small um, youth. I see that so many of them struggle with mm. that. They take it yeah. so hard to the point where they just feel like it's done. I, I, I mean, I, it just didn't go my way. And it, they just have this meltdown, yeah. in a sense. 
And I, I think that's that's a huge question to really ask, you know, and to really see that we don't we don't just learn from you know verbalizing things and just sure. in, in in just communicating things. We just we also learn by actually watching, mm-hmm. you know, your presence, your just seeing how you how you communicate things emotionally and physically, it helps them so much just to understand that, you know what, this is another way to do things. You know what, I failed at this, but let me see why I failed. You know what, I failed at this, but you know what, it ain't over. I can't pick the ball up and shoot again. You Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And I see so many of our young men fail at that. And again, it has a lot to do with how they're managing those emotions. And because that figure is not around, we don't have, we lack that ability to really manage or control or just how to really express those emotions as well. You you know, you and I work with some very uh, unique, you know, groups. You know, we we do stuff in the prison, we do stuff with youth. Uh, One of the things in working with a a lot of adult male prisoners, um, inmates, you know, a lot of them have, have verbalized that they always got the answer. You'll just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, and I really believe that when you tell somebody, well, you'll just figure it out. That's that's a huge disservice that you're it doing is. to that individual, especially when you already know. You went and, there, man. Yeah. And, 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 and as a as a father, uh, you know, as a father with two sons, I'm I'm. I'm do, I'm a, I'm serving as a hindrance to my boys if I know the answer and I'm unwilling to tell it to you. Exactly. You know, if I'm just hey, well you'll figure it out, and, and I see you struggling, and and you're you're looking at me as an example, and I'm ashamed to let you know that hey, look, I had trouble in these areas, mm-hmm. but for me to be like, well, I don't want to I don't want to reveal that to you, so you'll just figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, might I tell you that if that's your position, you know, there might be consequences that, you know, our youth can't bounce back from, that they can't recover from. And so what this really challenges us to do, you know, once again, going back to that Malachi scripture, the heart of the father, it was saying that I'm taking a a genuine concern. I'm opening myself up so that you can be better positioned to win in life. And so it's not about me feeling insecure with my children, but it's me availing myself to the point where I I know that I set you up for success. Most definitely. Somebody just commented sometimes in figuring it out, recovery takes a long time. And and why is that? Because some of us can even look back, easily look back and just say, you know what? I got a few bumps and bruises I wasn't supposed to experience. And because someone else had the answer and we just have this understanding that you know if i just push you to um push you in the water then eventually you're gonna learn how to swim but there there is a chance you can't drown yeah you get what i'm saying and that's on you because you pushed them you and you watched them drown so i think we have to really ask ourselves are we really meant to learn everything on our own. Are we really meant to learn certain things on our own? Especially you're right there by um, by their side and you can show them, hey, X, Y, and Z don't do that. You know what? When you touch that stove, it's gonna be hot. Now, yeah. I told you now it's on you. You get what I'm saying? But at least I can say, you know what? When I did touch that stove, someone did warn me. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, 
you know, I'm a firm believer of the, the village mentality. I know it doesn't really exist anymore, but, you know, we have a, a genuine part to play in the success yeah. for those who follow behind us. And giving them the tools to win in life is a part of that. Once again, now, if I give you the tools and you still choose to do the wrong thing, then that's on you. Yeah. But I don't want the blood on my hands by saying that, well, hey, they'll just they'll just get it together. Now, that's not true. Who's to say that? Who's to say that somebody who goes through the same experiences that you went through are going to make it out just as well as you did? Mm -hmm. Just because I survived something does not mean that the next person who goes through the same thing will make it. You know, yeah. And and, and that's you know we we have to look at it from that vantage point. You know, we're literally trying to save lives when you're having these conversations. And once again, that's the onus, you know, of the father, you know, the father being able to be transparent, to be vulnerable with his own children, you know, to say that I, I understand how this impacted me and because it impacted me in such a way, uh, I want to spare this, you know, this fate or this situation from my children. Yeah. And I want to circle back around because I don't want people just to think that we're just addressing the fathers who are not around. Um, we are addressing the fathers that are present as well. And, you know, one of the things I really wanted to express is, is how we show love, how we exactly. show love can really confuse boys and mm -hmm. even grown men at this point, you know, we, we'll probably have that, that thought, you know what, did, did my father really love me or did he just do what he had to do? Yeah. And that that can be just a lack of understanding, you know, when it comes down to our masculinity again. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some fathers who don't hug too much. Mm -hmm. There are fathers who don't believe that you can kiss your son. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There are some fathers that probably don't say too often, I love you. You know, yeah. I care about you really and really getting you know, really personal and, and really showing, uh, communicating that love as well. But I think that's okay to do that. You know, it's, it's more to it. We have this understanding that, you know what, I paid the bills. You yeah. know, I got this roof over your head. You know, I'm the reason why you got clothes on your back. And that's my way of showing love. But there are other ways that we can display love to our children. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you went there because, you know, you and I have talked about this before. Um, I've spoken about this on several occasions, but uh, I grew up in a household where, you know, the men, we do not show emotions, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, it was frowned upon, you know, it was almost like taken as a sign of weakness. And uh, it, it wasn't until uh, I was about 23, 24, mm -hmm. getting ready to deploy. I, I was in the Army at the time, getting ready to go to Iraq. And, uh, and I remember my father, uh, we were in the car and he said, you know, son, I, I love you and I apologize for, you know, missing those those big events, you know, uh, growing up. And and I think it was, you know, maybe the, the reality that, you know, his son could pass away that really caused my father to become open. But, you know, in having, and me and my father have a great relationship right. now, you know, some almost 20 years later. But I had a conversation with my dad and long story short, my father said, you know, he grew up in a household where he didn't hear it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't until my father was in his, you know, mid fifties that he finally asked his dad, like, you know, why didn't you say it? And my grandfather said, well, I grew up in the house and I didn't hear it either. 
Right. And so what it what it was, it became the norm. It gen, from from generation to generation, it became the norm to be distant from the sun. Right. And the the way we demonstrated love, or the way that love was perce- perceived, was well, I, I I provide for you, I give you food, uh, I put a roof over your head, just like the movie Fences when. When Denzel Washington character was like, "Hey, son, I, I don't have to like you," you know mm-hmm. that that wasn't part of the the arrangement, you right. know, me and your mom made, you know, and so you know, sons are almost left to feel like a burden more so than a a prize, right. you know, more so as a this is the one who's going to carry on, you know, the legacy or whatnot, right? And so a lot of what we see is generation to generation. Exactly. And you and I have talked about this before that, you know, in in understanding this, what it what it does is it opens you up to have more grace and more compassion for your father. Because now you know that, hey, you know what? What I went through is really a manifestation of what they went through as well. Mm-hmm. I have so much compassion and appreciation for my father now that I am a father. You know, because I'm like, ooh, man, yeah, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I see the error and, and some of the mistakes I make. Most definitely. And now I have to look back to my father and say, you know, thank you. You know, you you were working with the information that you had exactly, and you did the best job you could with the information that you had. Man, that's 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 the biggest thing I had to learn just a few years ago. With my father, um, with his father not being in his life, and mm. I've grown. A tremendous new appreciation for him, yeah. um, love for him, uh, and it was a lot of things that I put on him based upon what I was lacking, and that was just based on a lack of understanding. But when I had that understanding, mm-hmm. I said, you know what, I can put some of this on me as well and gain that understanding. You know, I didn't have this, but let me be the one to initiate it. So now I find myself initiating certain things. I find myself, ha- you know, starting those hard conversations. Um, you know, we even hug different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a different, it's, it's, it's no hesitation. There's no hesitation where I love you, I, I care for you. You know, let me, I'm just calling you to see how you're doing. You get what I'm saying? Because I can't, I can't really expect it too much from him. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Because if I expect it too much from him, then then because of my lack of understanding, I'm going to keep getting let down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get let down because of the expectations that we put on people who can't really fulfill those expectations. Yeah. I think we have to really, whether it's, it's family or friends, we have to really understand, okay, what type of expectation am I putting on that person? And can that person really fulfill that expectation? But now it's, it's I'm the one really initiating all these things that I thought he should have been the one initiating. You know, and and I want to say on the opposite end of that spectrum, because because I see this, you know, with with men, uh, you know, friends and stuff like that, who didn't have that with their fathers, yeah. it almost becomes like they they try to overcompensate, mm-hmm. you know, in their relationships maybe with their children, you know, and they, and they do so from the standpoint of, well, uh, I'm gonna get approval. You know, I'm gonna get approval, and I'm, I'm going to show him that I'm a better man than he was. Yeah. You know, I'm going to disprove, you know, I'm, that I'm anything like him. You know, yeah. by doing these things, mm-hmm. and so you know, what we're really speaking to is we're speaking to having balance. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to say, okay, this was my experience. 
and you know I can move forward from here yeah. or you know I can choose to be stuck in this place but as you're identifying in yourself you have to understand that you still have a choice and what you're speaking to is you're, you're making a choice that you know you're not going to hold these things against your father but in the context of a relate understood relationship you're going to move forward yeah and and i really hope you know having this conversation will initiate more conversations definitely you know whatever group that you're a part of hopefully um if you all have a group or maybe a ministry or whatever the case may be you know have these conversations have these conversations how they're affecting you your understanding of it maybe your your, um, your partner's understanding of it, your friends understanding of it because I, I really do believe having these conversations is going to really initiate us having more of an understanding that's what it's all based upon it's really having an understanding not who's right who's wrong because part of us feeling like we're at fault is a lack of understanding part of us feeling like you know um i don't I, I was lacking certain things where I'm not enough is part of a lack of understanding. So let's start somewhere. You know, uh, I think we can, cause th this is the whole reason why we're having these conversations mm -hmm. is because if we don't continue having those conversations and understanding that, you know what, the same thing that you were lacking, your father was lacking. Yeah. The same thing your father was lacking, uh, your grandfather was lacking as well. And that really helps us understand or maybe alleviate that pain, if that's safe to say, um, alleviate that that misunderstanding and so forth. Man, <laughs> I, I think we can we can go on and on. You know, one of the things because uh, this is so heavy. Um, you know, us both being uh, involved in ministry to, to different and varying degrees. You know, one thing that I, I've come to understand uh, within myself and even within other people when you have a wrong perception of, of fathering mm -hmm. with your own biological father, it really impacts the way you see God as a father. And, and I can't tell you for the longest, you know, I almost had like a, a authoritarian relationship with God, you know, where I felt like, you know, if I was given an assignment and I accomplished the assignment, then I did well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I didn't always handle the discipline of God well. You know, it, it put me back in the mindset of my physical father. And and I can tell you that really around the time that when me and my physical, my, my biological, my natural father really started improving our relationship, mm -hmm. I was able to start seeing God in a different light, you know, right. and so... And so this is not just a natural conversation, but there's also a very real spiritual um, perspective to look at concerning this topic as well. Most definitely. And like you said, we can go in so many different directions with this. But for the sake of time, we do have to go. And if you enjoyed this, uh, this episode, uh, please share the video. Please tag someone in the video. Uh, if you have any feedback, please comment any feedback, inboxes. If you have any ideas for any future topics, uh, please email us at whenmenopenup at gmail.com or you can inbox us. And if you have anything that you would like to promote or advertise during our show, you have that option as well. Uh, just email us whenmenopenup at gmail.com. And we, and we are open for speaking engagements, workshops, and, and, and panel discussions as well. Uh, we've been having a lot of um, 
a lot of inquiries and, yeah. and, and, and emails are coming from different people. So you can email us in inboxes as well. But is there anything else you want to share with the people? I just want to say, hey, thank you all uh, for, for participating, for being engaged in these mm -hmm. conversations. It, it definitely means a lot to Dominique and I. Uh, and so whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, whether you catch us on replay on the various podcasts, platforms thank you so much and just continue to support yeah and shout out to our new listeners we have a lot of new listeners yeah. a lot of new supporters we love you all we we appreciate the feedback we appreciate the shares the comments the feedback and so forth we really do appreciate it but this is when men open up a show where we are redefining manhood through transparency my name is dominique and i'm dexter and we are out thank you so much here it comes again lunch will it be the same old same old or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. The world is changing at a rate like never before. So, why is an education? At Strayer University, we make transferring credits simple, create binge-worthy course content to keep you engaged, and design AI-powered tools to help you graduate. Welcome to the future of education. Strayer University. Out with the old school. Find a revolutionary way to finish your degree at Strayer's Augusta campus, located at 1330 Augusta West Parkway in Augusta. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.